At Alina Health, we care about your health and wellness. Learn how Alina Health provides care that can benefit you in this edition of The Wellcast. Now here's your host, Melanie Cole. In most homes, dust mites are everywhere, often found in linens, bedding, carpeting, and other fabric materials. Dust mites are a big problem for people who have indoor winter allergies. My guest today is Dr. Kenneth Johns. He's an allergy and immunology physician for Alina Health Clinics. Welcome to the show, Dr. Johns. What are dust mites? Well, dust mites are these microscopic little creatures, um, probably most closely related to spiders. You've seen pictures of them on TV they're really too small to be seen. They look horrifying up close. They, they look like a humpback spider, basically. Um, they, they live in everyone's home, especially in the bedroom, and their pieces, their bodies, their um, detrius is extremely allergenic. Uh, they're thought to be the most important indoor allergen and probably the uh, most common uh, year-round allergy. So why are people allergic to dust mites? And really, they sound like scary little things. <laughs> well, again, they look scary, but um, they're, they're too small to do you any harm um, other than being an important allergen. It's, you know, really not clear why some substances, they're usually proteins, become allergens and some don't. There's many people that are studying the structure of the of the protein that we're allergic to in dust mites and in pet danders and in pollens to find some sort of common thread. Um, I'm just going to say there are some, some proteins that we become allergic to. So then how would you even know if you have a dust mite allergy as opposed to if everybody or many people have these dust mites? First question, Dr. Johns, is how do you know if you have them in your house? Is there a way to detect them? Well, there is. Um, uh, we can test someone um, to see if they're allergic to dust mite or not. Um, you're exactly right. Dust mites are in everyone's home, but only, you know, 10, 20 percent of us are allergic to them. Um, and that really gets important because much of what we talk about to reduce dust mite exposure or to avoid dust mites is very expensive and very time intensive. So I really only want to recommend that to people that I know are allergic to dust mites. Otherwise, it doesn't make sense. And certainly the treatments in terms of medications and allergy shots, boy, I really only want to use those when they're um, appropriate if the person is allergic or not. Well, how would we know if we are allergic? I mean, because certain allergies fall, seasonal allergies yes. come and go. You you kind of get those red flags and triggers, but something that's in your home could be a little bit more subversive in the way that it conducts your allergy. Boy, I like subversive. So, so dust mite is um, usually year-round allergy symptoms. It um, may peak a bit in the fall when our heating cooling systems are stirring up the heavier particles. Um, but ultimately, it comes down to um, we need to test you um, to see if you're allergic to dust mite. And we have different ways to do allergy testing to see if you have that specific allergy. And again, it's important to, to have a yes or no on that because so much of what we do for dust mite allergy is uh, expensive and time intensive and somewhat disruptive. So then what are those tests? Well, we do a skin test, and then we have a, a similar test that's a, uh, done through a blood test. So allergy skin tests are done by a variety of methods. Um, it's a very safe um, test. 
um, and uh, very small amounts of dust mite extract. And you don't want to know how they make dust mite extract. But very small, small amounts are introduced underneath the skin and cause a reaction similar to a mosquito bite that tells us the person is allergic. Um, the blood test is basically a blood draw, and it does a similar thing. It measures specific IgE antibodies against dust mite. Um, and again, they're, they're equally accurate. They're, uh, people seem to have strong feelings about which type of test they would prefer, but they're equally accurate. So then if you have detected that somebody does have this allergy to dust mites, what can they do about it at their, at their home level? What is the first line of defense that you would like them to do? Do they change their bedding? Do they prefer dry environments or humid? What should they do? So there, there certainly has been a lot of revisionism over the last 20 years or so about what you can do to affect dust mite. And um, the focus has been on a couple of things which are easy for me to talk about, but very difficult and expensive and disruptive to do. So uh, unfortunately, things like air cleaners and air filters and doing a lot of cleaning and what have you really hasn't been shown to be very effective and certainly doesn't seem to make uh, patients feel better. So the focus has been on flooring in the bedroom. So any kind of carpeting in the flooring is ideal for dust mites to grow in. Um, so we're always better off without carpeting on the bedroom floor. Um, secondly, concrete floors like a basement uh, bedroom or a concrete floor in a split level, again, is ideal for dust mites to grow on. They, they, they need that humidity. They like those damp conditions. As you alluded to, um, dust mites don't grow very well in low humidity, so high humidity, like a constantly damp floor is ideal to grow dust mites. And the allergist nightmare, of course, is carpeting on a concrete floor. So the the most important thing that that someone can do is to not have those carpeting and not have concrete floors in in the bedroom. Um, A third issue that's um, frequently talked about is encasements. So dust mites um, actively grow within mattresses and pillows and it's difficult to remove them, um, but an encasement where the entire pillow or entire mattress is encased in a dust mite-proof cover uh, can be very helpful to provide that barrier. You know, pillows can be washed or dry cleaned or, you know, replaced from time to time, but mattresses really, it boils down to that encasement. Then what about medicational intervention, antihistamines or nasal corticosteroids? Are there certain things that you recommend for people that do have an allergy to dust mites if they can't go about, as you say, the expensive process of totally getting rid of these things? Well, we can, we can help somewhat with uh, medication. Um, it is one of the, the allergies that can sort of overwhelm uh, good medication. So... Um, we, we focus on these days on topical steroids. Um, the nose sprays work beautifully for um, perennial year-round allergens like dust mite. They are safe. They are very effective. Uh, we really uh, coach patients to be patient with the uh, topical steroid nose sprays because they do take a while to work. It's more like weeks or months rather than the American way, which is immediate or overnight. Um, but they work very nicely. Um, if there's a lot of itching involved, we might add some antihistamine. Um, but I would say our topical steroid nose sprays are really our most effective medication here. 
And so can you give us some cleaning advice? Is there any cleaning advice as far as you mentioned the carpets and the concrete floors? Do vacuum cleaners or the vacuum cleaners with filters, do any of these things make a difference? I think there's there's some wishful thinking there, but we think that if you do a lot of cleaning and a lot of vacuuming, you basically stir up these heavy particles and might even um, cause things to be worse. So it isn't a matter of, of more cleaning or more dusting or more vacuuming. I don't know if that's great news, Dr. Johns, but in the last few minutes, can you please just wrap this up for us and and, and tell the listeners what you want them to know about these difficult-to-control-or-manage little dust mites and why people with allergies really need to be concerned about them, what you want them to know? Well, um, uh, again, I would emphasize that it's a very common and a very important uh, year-round allergen. We're all exposed to them. Um, again, we do have effective medication treatment. We do have some avoidance or abatement measures that can be very helpful, but somewhat difficult to accomplish. And we do have uh, allergy shots or immunotherapy that's uh, very effective for dust mite as well, sort of as a last resort. So we do have good treatment. But uh, again, I'm going to emphasize, uh, I really want to know whether a person is allergic to dust mite or not. So that here's, here's an area where the testing is really important. Thank you so much for being with us. It's really great information. You're listening to The Wellcast with Alina Health. And for more information, you can go to alinahealth.org. That's alinahealth.org. This is Melanie Cole. Thanks so much for listening.